Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We don't always swear, but when we do, it's on podcasts. Please listen responsibly. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. <laughs> and I'm Kid. Today we're reading Chapter 12 of Battle Magic. So grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's get down to business. Chapter 12 opens with Briar scoping out the Namrunga plains. He comes back and sees Rosethorn, and Rosethorn is looking much better. She's looking pretty good. Got more air to breathe out of her lungs. Yeah. That was good. And then they grow some vines to block off the... A pass. Right, yeah. Briar gets hooked up with uh, gear and horses and a... Helper guy. Helper. Mm-hmm. Jimut. I like Jimut. I know we don't see much of him in this chapter, but I like it. He's fun. He's fun. He's got spunk. He really does. <laughs> I think he goes to watch the growth of the vines, right? Yes, he does. And is a little uncomfortable. Yes, he is. What would it be? And yes. then at the end. Parahan takes Evie to her room because she's all tired. She's like, no, I don't want to say goodbye to you in the morning. And she prays for everybody. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. I like Jimut. I like Jimut too. <laughs> He's fun. Uh-huh. It's fine. It's pretty funny. The obligatory Animorphs reference. Jimut ah. <laughs> uh, calls Briar Nansher Briar, and he's like, no, it's just Briar, which reminds me a lot of Animorphs because Axe calls Jake Prince Jake because in Andalite culture, Prince is a title. So he's always like, yes, Prince Jake. And then Jake always responds with, don't call me Prince. To which Axe says, yes, Prince Jake. The planes that Briar goes out on are called the Namrunga, which means sky drum. And that's a cool name. I like on page 216 when they ask 
Briar and Rose Thorn if people will be able to cut through the vines and they're like, oh yeah, they can cut through them. And then they'll grow back three times as fast and yes. look for whoever cut them down. And wrap and kill them or wrap around and around and around and around and around. <laughs> yeah, I like the specification because Briar's like, and kill them or and stab them or something. And then Rose Thorn's like, or wrap around them. And Briar's like, or wrap around them and around. And around. And, and around. around. <laughs> <laughs> so. So essentially killing them. It's a nice little bit of dialogue banter between them. (laughs) Re-emphasizing, as I said in the last chapter, or maybe not the last chapter, but a chapter, a previous chapter, that Evie's like ashamed that she doesn't want to fight. It's not anything to be ashamed of. And so I wish that she didn't feel small because she doesn't want to fight. And then the last thing that I wrote is... Did we say that Rosethorn felt snappier in Melting Stones than in Street Magic? Because I know we talked about how in Street Magic, she seems to have, like, lost a bit of her snap. And, like, she gets on to Evie for something and Briar's like, you're losing your touch. You'd have threatened way worse four years ago. We were like, well, you know, she died and all of this. And I was trying to remember if we said in Melting Stones, oh, there it is. Like, it's back. And I wonder. I don't remember. In this chapter, she's feeling better and she's told that it's because, like, this is one of the side effects of, like, taking care of the, like, being the guardian of the four treasures is that, like, it Mm -hmm. makes you healthier and all this. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if this is why she gets her snap back. She's she's definitely feeling uh, spicier right now. And so I wonder if, like, in Melting Stones, it's because because of this. But that's all mine. Uh, right at the beginning, when Briar's riding along and the birds are kind of squawking at him and stuff. And he's like, it said Briar wasn't sure, but these opinions sounded like bird insults. Yes. <laughs> I wish they were my guy, but these birds are just trying to fuck. That That is all they want. That is what they're doing right now. It's awful. Those, those, those I'm sure Briar can relate. I'm sure he can but uh, yeah, not insults. In fact, it's the opposite. They're trying to attract the opposite <laughs> sex. The next quote, again, Tom, I don't know. It's, I'm all about birds this chapter, I guess. He sees the, the Gyeongshi buzzards just kind of flying around. Or he was looking, he's looking to see if there were any. And he doesn't see any. He's like, maybe it's too cold or something. But the other option was that they might just be at the location of a fight because, you know, those carrion birds seem to have a really good knack at finding dead bodies and they know that if a lot of humans kind of gather together you know crows as well there's going to be food around and you know it's it's not going to be pleasant food it's going to be uh dead people more than likely uh i like the quote about the grasses that they were scornful of fat water-soaked plants beyond the mountains only here next to the sky could they reach for the infinite just seems like like this is very well written crows i feel also it's interesting to think of grasses as scornful but you know when you're living out in the high plains like that i guess i guess it makes sense the other thing that i really liked was uh when they were using the seed balls like we know that the plants grow but i guess i didn't realize that they kind of go through their entire life cycle so they not only grow they they flower i'm gonna say uh like the roses that he grew so they flower but they also drop their seeds and and those scatter as well, and they seem to also grow from that. Yeah, I don't think the roses that the roses were just the beginning, I guess. Yeah, they bloomed for sure, but 
but something yeah something like that um <laughs> but the seed thing is interesting because it makes me think like this potion could definitely be used and i, I it, it sounds like it, it's kind of implied that they they can use it to like manipulate plants like almost like a like a gmo like a genetically modified organism and just like if they find a certain tomato plant that grows big juicy tomatoes they can just kind of put some of that stuff and like grow more and more generations of this plant in a really fast way there's a lot of interesting applications for that making disease resistant food or in this case weapons essentially but i just thought it was neat that they also seed we did see some of that manipulating plants there was the wheat harvest that was fast growing drops more seeds and it would just like it, it was several generations strong yeah. i guess is a good way to put it like there there were they were going to produce several generations in like 4 weeks yeah it's it's do you remember what book that was in i want to say it was street magic street magic okay that's why they're in Chimur, because there's been drought issues with plants right. and so they're like helping the local farmers I just think it's neat. I think it's a neat concept, genetically modifying plants for that. And we even see it like in the first chapter, or I think third one of this book, where they're, you know, they offer to make a rose for the emperor, which like, I guess the only way to do that would be to do multiple successive generations of flowers until they get the attributes that they want. But right. it's, it's, it's just kind of neat to see that like scientific take on, on, on plants. Yeah. And that's all I got. My first one was when Briar forgets himself and hugs Rosethorn because she is looking the best she has in a really long time. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, my mom is looking so good. She, she looks like she feels a lot better. That's really good. Let me hug my mommy. It's really cute. They're doing their seed growing thing. Jamut is there with them. He has turned gray under his dark brown skin. Briar's just like, Jamut, mount up and have a swallow of something before you faint. And Jamut's like, I never faint. <laughs> uh, uh, but he was wobbling as he walked back to his horse. <laughs> like, sir, you may not know, it might not ever faint, but it sounds, looks like you're about to. Very uh, close. Very, very close. And then um, after all that rose thorns like oh i think this will do and briar's like good because i want my breakfast that boy always thinking about food he never changes <laughs> always wanting food and then my last one is the very end of the chapter where one of the mountains has an especially kind and musical voice a low burring hum and evie tries to copy it low in her chest reaching for that magical sound on and on she hummed making a kind of prayer of it, a prayer to the Sun Queen's husband to look after her friends. She's praying to Luvo. I know it's calling out to her. It's Luvo. They're literally talking to each other. She's literally talking to him right now. Mm -hmm. She don't know it. He probably don't know it either. But that's happening. That's mm -hmm. Luvo. It's Luvo. I'm so excited. Ah, a kindly voice. Hmm. In the sounds mountains. like a gummy bear. I mean, yeah. sounds like a gummy bear. Sounds like a gummy bear. Sounds like a gummy bear. Must be a gummy bear. Yeah, you know, when I think of gummy bears, I think of a low humming. Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had some gummy bears so that I could just pick one up and like hold it to my ear right now. Just, just squish it. What 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 did you say to me, Pinko? Mm. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. He said, Brittany May May. <laughs> I'm talking to the plants. Mm. Just Indeed. I'm a friend. I just want to meet the dirt. Let me in a little me when I'm at a concert. Listen, just 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 a little. I'm small. <laughs> just need you to like move that way to a little bit so I can see. I know uh, that feel. If he was going to be fighting on these planes, he would he needed to understand his battlefield. Whatever he told you, I'm much worse. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Me too. Then the stems will go back, grow back three times as fast, and they will look for the one that chopped them and go straight through him. Or around. Or around. And around. And around. <laughs> My goodness. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Well, part two of our three step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we find a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? I was going to say preparations. That was mine. Preparations don't necessarily have to be, you know, oh, I'm going and I'm packing my bag. I'm preparing my horse. It's also like that mental preparation of I'm going to be separated from these people and I have to. Yeah. So preparedness. I wrote yeah. the same thing. Oh, so everybody wrote preparation. I, yep. I, I, I'll admit I really didn't have one at the beginning of this, so I should have just like, ah, yes, that's my theme. But while we were in section one, I was like, oh, I better come up with a theme. So I wrote down growth um, <laughs> because they're growing shit, but they, also yeah. Rose Thorn's feeling better and like Jimut is trying new things. And so there's sort of just this general new things happening, change undergoing. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? The section where Jamut asks if he can come, because he says, if I am to attend Briar, I should take every chance to become used to his sort of magic. I think that's smart. He, he's got to get himself accustomed, accustomed to that kind of thing, because uh, they're going to be going off to war. And uh, seeing crazy shit like that, uh, them just growing stuff to block a path. And if he hadn't gone and he come across that later, he'd be like, you, you don't want to have like a big shock while you're in the middle of a war. <laughs> so I, I think familiarizing yourself with things that are around you before shit hits the fan is a really good idea. Um, so uh, becoming familiar with things around you. I guess, would be what I pull from this. That's Preparedness, I guess, in a sense. The personal magic that I found is to understand your battlefield. You know, Briar kind of does his little dig through the dirt, seeing what he's working with and the grasses and stuff. It's actually, it's actually kind of similar to, to yours, Brittany, too. Just, like, be aware of your surroundings and, like, what you're doing. And the example that I came up with is, like, don't argue with cops at a police stop. If they start doing something unconstitutional or searching your stuff without warning or, you know, threatening you or something, don't fight it there. Don't argue with them. Don't get in their way. Don't try to stop them. Even if something's going wrong, just record what's happening. You know, be clear about what's going on. Clear and tell them that you don't consent to that stuff, but don't fight it there. Fight it in a courtroom. Don't fight it on the side of the road outside of your car at night. Do it in a courtroom. Like, just be yeah. aware of what's happening. That may not be the time and place to 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 take that fight. Be mindful of where you are when when you do that sort of stuff. The unfortunate thing is, if you try and fight it on the side of the road, you are more likely to get shot or arrested. Yeah. Yep. So be safe. And then they'll have an actual excuse to take you to jail. Let them let them dig themselves into a hole and then get that paycheck later. You'll be fine. And the Emperor will know you did this. Let him. In a world where we have a lot of people who don't stick by their morals and don't stick by their ground, I think we all need that reminder of doing what's right sometimes makes bad, like, makes enemies. Whether that be friends, family, or 
people you'd have no fucking clue who they are. Sometimes doing the right thing puts a target on you. <laughs> you you get into fights. You not going to go through it easy. You have to stand up for what you believe in. Mine is prayer. I always felt about prayer the way Briar does. The quote says, Briar always said he would take help from wherever he would get it. Mm-hmm. Judaism has a lot of scripted prayers. There's a whole series of blessings that you say in the morning. There's a blessing. There's blessings for everything you eat. There's a blessing for going to the bathroom. I don't know. I've just, I've found that it's really influencing me and I like the, like, the gratitude aspect of it. And I feel like even if you're not one who believes in God, you can kind of turn these into atheistic sort of gratitude statements like I am grateful that my eyes have opened this morning I am grateful that um, my body is working the way it needs to I am grateful that I have food to eat just things like that Uh, so it's it's as much about being grateful but I also think a lot about how sometimes we're in situations where we can't do anything And prayer is the only thing that we have. And again, whether you are like praying to a God or you're just like, I'm going to cross my fingers, sometimes those little rituals can help. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter 13 of Battle Magic. Chapter 13, the plain of the Namrunga, south and west, along the foot of the Drumakanglo. Jimut roused Briar at a painfully early hour to help him put on his new half-armor. Briar donned the sling with his seed balls and other odds and ends himself, not wanting his helper to get in the habit of handling his mage's gear. Breakfast was hot. Breakfast was hot bread stuffed with spiced meat and rice, something he could eat as the soldiers dismantled and packed up his tent. He drank hot tea with Rosethorn, Parahan, and Sudamini, none of whom seemed to believe in chatter before sunrise. He was drinking a second cup of tea when Rosethorn bent down and lifted the strange pack she had gotten from Docky two days before. The thing she had to take someplace that Briar was not allowed to go. She slung it on her chest in place of her own bundle of deadly plant magics and ran her fingers over it, her face thoughtful. Briar scowled. Don't start fussing again, she met his eyes. I took care of myself long before you met me. Carrying something like that? He tapped the pack with his finger. The next thing he knew, he was flat on the ground. His ears and head rang. Something cold and wet lay on his forehead. Above above him, the sky was the color of gray silk. Rosethorn bent over him, her brown eyes rueful. I had no idea it would knock you down, she said. I would have warned you, honestly. Parahan knelt beside him. Are you all right? he asked. There was a flash of light, and you flew through the air. He looked at Rosethorn. We'll warn the troops to keep away from you and your burden. She nodded. Briar took a breath and coughed. Rosethorn helped him to sit up. Jimut knelt beside him with a flask. Briar hesitated, then drank. It was cold water. Thank you, Jimut. I believe you would have told me, he said to Rosethorn. And do you think you are safe with that thing? Safer than you, she said. Parahan and Jimut hoisted him to his feet. Suda waited nearby with men who held their saddled horses. Their small army was ready to march. Briar felt better in the saddle. He didn't complain when Jimut rose to 
rode close to him and collected the reins so he could lead Briar's mount. That seemed like a good idea, too. It was hard to concentrate on what anyone said or on anything but the strange pictures that rippled through his brain. Lions that seemed to be carved of ice and snow. Tiny metal serpents with skulls for heads and orange-fanged gods with flames for hair. Blue goddesses danced on the mountaintops with a different weapon in each of their six arms. A yak whose head was as big as he was tall snuffled in his ear. He had wanted to know what Docky had foisted on Rosethorn, what all the secrecy and risk was about. Now it seemed like ignorance might not be such a bad thing. At least not when it came to that pack. Clearly, Rosethorn could carry it without problems, but he thought he would leave it alone. Briar opened his eyes to full daylight. He found himself at the back of their group with the pack animals and their crossbow-wielding guards. The rest of their numbers trotted ahead. Briar twisted frantically, looking for Rosethorn. That was when he discovered someone had tied him to the saddle. You're back with us, Jimut said cheerfully. He rode between Briar and an attendant who had led a train of supply mules. The reins to Briar's horse were in his hand. You are back. His furry eyebrows inched up towards his hairline. I never left, Briar retorted, annoyed by the question. Then he looked at the sun. It was almost noon. Did I? Your eyes were closed. You didn't move. Forgive me. Jimut said, bowing as Briar yanked at the long scarf that secured him in the saddle. I didn't want Nansher Rosethorn angry if you fell off. He edged his own mount over to Briar and traded Briar's reins for the scarf once Briar untied the knot. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST, shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. I'm off kilter completely today. Yeah, y'all can't tell, but uh, Marjorie is literally hanging half off her chair. It's <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. No. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.